Welcome back to Real Talk with Rachel. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our heart and speak into our lives. This week's topic is on confrontation, or as I like to refer to it, carefrontation. Now, you might have read the description of today's show, and you probably, there's kind of two camps when it comes to that word confrontation. There's people like me who sometimes would rather die than confront somebody. I'm not going to lie. The old Rachel, especially, I've gotten a lot better, and I'm going to share some of my tips with you along the way. But there are some of you listening today that when you hear the word confrontation, you shudder. I can't tell you the number of people I have counseled that when I talk to them about confrontation, their face turns red, they get clammy, they start shaking. Like There's literally a physical response for some of us who hate confrontation. And then there's those of you listening that you're like, bring it. Everywhere you look, you're you're looking for the confrontation. You love it. And we're going to address both of those. So this is a kind of a big topic. You might have heard me speak on it before because it's something that's near and dear to my heart. I am a nine wing eight on the Enneagram, which if you know anything about nines, it means I'm just naturally a peacemaker. I want everybody to be happy. I don't want to ruffle feathers. I try to avoid any conflict at all costs. But let me just tell you that doing that over periods of my life has actually led to more trouble um, by avoiding hard conversations, avoiding carefrontation. We're going to call it carefrontation. I want you to start thinking of it that way because if you care enough about a person and if you care enough about a relationship, you will confront the things that are coming between you two. That's really what this is about. And so I'm going to take today's episode, since these segments are so short, I'm going to break it into two episodes. Today's episode, we're going to talk about why it's so important. I don't know about you, but sometimes in order for me to do a hard thing, somebody has to really explain to me, okay, why should I do this hard thing? That's how I was with exercise. Once I understood the physiology behind exercise, I was like, oh, all right, yeah, I get it. Like, I can see that now. And so we're going to just talk about why it's so important. And for those of you listening, you go, uh, I do confrontation. We're also going to talk about why it's important you do it well, because you can do confrontation and it can actually cause more harm if we don't do it well. So this week, we'll talk about why. Next week, uh, you'll have to tune in then to talk about how. Now, as this airs, it's Thanksgiving week. I'm just going to go ahead and say, I would not recommend choosing to start this with family members on Thanksgiving Day. Not exactly the best time. So we are also going to talk about timing of carefrontation, and and that plays a very big role on doing it well. So let me just kind of debunk and just say, well, what is confrontation? A lot of times, confrontation gets a bad rap. A lot of people dread confrontation, so they avoid it at all costs. That would be me. (laughs) And it is true that confrontation can be uncomfortable, and there is a risk of damaging relationships when it's done with improper motive or poor timing or without the necessary relational credibility. What that means is if you don't have a relationship with the person to go into a place of confrontation, you're probably not going to really get anywhere with that confrontation. But on the other hand, confrontation can be very enlightening, empowering, and relationally connecting when done appropriately. 
All right, here's the vision. You guys know that I, a lot of times when I'm praying over topics, God will kind of just show me a visual illustration. I think it's because I'm a visual person and I wish you could see me because I am a hand talker. If you've ever seen me speak in public, I like to use my hands, Um, but I know you can't see my hands, so I'll try to explain it well. God gave me a visual of a really tall monument that was built up with stones. Now, if we think about a tall monument that was built with stones, the first stone that was laid down, it really, you wouldn't even notice it was being built, right? And just think about something, um, when I say a tall monument, I want you to think of like a skinny monument, but it's built up with stones. And every time, though, another stone gets laid on it, it starts to get a little bigger. And maybe it does eventually get to where you would notice it. And here's what God showed me about when we fail to actively practice carefrontation in our life is when something happens, sometimes things can be so small and we kind of brush it off and go, oh, that's okay. They were just having a bad day. I know that when they said that mean thing to me, they didn't mean it. So I'm just going to kind of brush it off. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a very big difference in just extending grace to somebody and knowing that, oh, they accidentally did something. There's absolutely a place in time to just brush something off and move on and not make a big deal of it, right? But I think we do that too often. I think sometimes things are said, things are done, things are not done, and we do the brushing off. We do, I like to call it sweeping things under the rug. And eventually, if you sweep so much stuff under the rug, the rug has like a heaping pile underneath it and you can't even walk, the the rug can't even function for its original design now because there's so much stuff piled up underneath it that you can't even walk through there. And that's what happens in our lives in relationships when we're constantly avoiding confrontation. What we do is we're every time we avoid it, we're stacking another stone on that monument, that monument that is a representation of the lack of communication in that relationship. And so every time that something just isn't okay with you, it rubs you wrong or something, and you don't address it in a healthy way, which we will get to, to how you do that in a healthy way, But when we don't address it, we're constantly adding a new stone to that monument. And what happens if you imagine if you have a relationship with somebody, I'll I'll use my husband for an example. Let's pretend my husband and I are facing each other. Well, every time we add a stone, we are building a wall between ourselves. And so that's why all of a sudden there will be a volcanic eruption and we're like, I don't even know you anymore. Like we can't even get through to each other. And, and it's just very, very toxic way to live your life. So I just want to encourage you throughout this week to start evaluating and asking God for help in this, to look at current relationships that you have and look at how many times something was said, something was done, something was forgotten, and you just brushed it under the rug instead of confronting that person in love and saying, hey, this was not okay. You hurt me in this way or whatever it is that you need to bring up. Um, Ephesians 4.15 says, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. So it's speaking the truth in love to one another. And here's your reflection for the week. You know, I like to end by just giving you something to reflect on. I want you to look for areas in relationships that God may be telling you that it's time to practice carefrontation. 
So here's what you can do. Um, Think about the last time that you were involved in a confrontation, either on the giving or the receiving side of the confrontation. And then write down what happened that led to the confrontation and also make an observation. What was the confrontation like? And how are things now between you and the other person? Chances are almost every single person I've ever spoken with who doesn't like confrontation has a bad memory of confrontation. I just want to go ahead and debunk something for you. You probably just had an unhealthy confrontation. All right, if things, um, and and I'm going to talk about this next week a little bit more, sometimes after even a healthy confrontation, sometimes things don't end the way we thought it would. And I'm going to talk to you about that as well next week about what you do then (laughs) if you do a healthy confrontation and it didn't go like you thought it would, how to handle that as well. But for this week, I want you to just kind of be thinking about, first of all, what are your thoughts around confrontation or confrontation? When I say that word, even does it like elicit a emotion in you or a thought in you that makes you want to run and hide or run into it? You, you think about that. Think about the last confrontation you had or any other memory on confrontation that comes to mind. And then ask God to show you what lies you believed about confrontation that he wants to remove so that next week we can start with a clean slate and we can come in with going, okay, I'm ready to learn how to do healthy confrontation with my loved ones. All right. So, and hey, um, if you have not yet already, go ahead and grab, I have a free resource for you. It is directed at marriages, but it will work in any relationship. It is six uh, communication skills. And so you can get that at rachelgilbert.com forward slash marriage. Okay, friends, that's all that we have for today. Hey, be sure to tune in on Wednesday for another special guest interview here on Real Talk with Rachel.